Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! Hoskinen with the glove. Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30, Chad. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, would you capture it, just let it slip, yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on. Getting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out, he's choking how, everybody's choking now, the clock's run out, time's up, over, plow, snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes rabbit, he choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies, he know, he won't have it, he knows, his whole back to these ropes, it don't matter, he's dope, he knows that, but he's broke, he's so sad that he knows, when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the Get going. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex by our Lease Your Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Battle of Alberta tonight. The Edmonton Oilers, the Calgary Flames. The Oilers coming off a sweep 
They did it two entirely different ways against the Winnipeg Jets by virtue of a 3-1 victory last night. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Here's what we got kicking in the opening half hour. Uh, a review of last night's game. A preview of tonight's matchup, though. We're not 100% sure what the Oilers lineup is going to look like at this time. Uh, we'll get into NHL today, talk about a couple, a couple different levels as well, all in the opening half hour. 12.35 from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet Oilers uh, lead television analyst Louis DeBrusque. 105 today, longtime NHL goaltender. is interviewed for a couple of the top positions in the National Hockey League at a president's level. He's going to get that chance, I'm going to guarantee you. The last guy that was in this slot Thursday at 105 is now the president of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's Brian Burke. Kevin Weeks at 105 today for Canadian Power Pack. He, too, is going to get an opportunity. Mark my word. And then at 135, one of the most popular players in Edmonton Oilers history, Edmonton sporting icon, former NHL heavyweight champion, my own Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock. Loaded Thursday edition for you as we roll with what is now our usual suspect. So it is the Edmonton Oilers and... The Calgary Flames, the Battle of Alberta. That is today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The order is playing the second of the back-to-back. I had a text today from a a prominent uh, connected source out the East saying, geez, Bob, last two times you played the Flames, Flames have been arrested. And uh, the order's in a situation where, uh, you know, they've last time in Calgary, four games in six days for Edmonton on the uh, – day in which the celebration of life took place for Colby Cave, and now today, the Oilers' second of a back-to-back after tough game in Winnipeg last night. It was a good game, feisty game. Had lots going on, and Flames haven't played since Monday. But uh, regardless, um, should be an entertaining hockey game tonight at Rogers Place. We'll get into some of the specifics in a second. But first, let's uh, tell you this. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. River Cree, when the province gets back up and at them, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement bet on it. And I'll have more on the River Cree coming up next week to tell you about. And you can text us at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. Just before we get into the orders now audio vault i want to bring in brendan escott you know brendan we have these discussions on music once in a while and that is a song you know we're often accused of playing a lot of stuff uh from the late 70s maybe into the late 80s early 90s but the fact of the matter remains that is a song that people can lose themselves in and it's one that i think crosses generations and you know when you have a hockey team like the edmonton oilers that is uh, such a huge part of this community. And, uh, you know, I live it on a day-to-day basis, and it's it's a privilege to do so. And I just look at the, the difference. Respect. Calgary's, you know what, Calgary's good hockey market. It's not, it's not Edmonton. You know, you look at, as an example, the engagement level for the two organizations, the television numbers, uh, dare I say the radio numbers. I'll take it further. Look at Twitter and the followers. It's just, it's just a stronger market for hockey. But you've got to represent more than just a specific uh, group. So we, we have this discussion on music once in a while. But that is a song for whatever reason that I find that it doesn't matter if you're 15 and I have a 14-year-old son, and he was dancing around to it earlier today. Or 
if you're in your 50s. That's a song that just kind of works. You know what I'm saying, Brendan? I'm glad to hear you say so because that's definitely one that you know resonates certainly with myself and has since I was young. But uh, I, I am surprised to hear that uh, it, it lands with you as well, and that's very encouraging. Well, you know, it's it can't all be like I said. I mean, I hey, I, I like the '80s stuff. That's an absolute given. I have a an appreciation for, you know, do I. <laughs> You know, like when Tool came out with their new album a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, it's a pretty good album. But the fact of the matter is we tend to sometimes take a trip down memory lane on the show. And people say, oh, your show should be called Oilers then. Well, you know, the team has had a pretty significant history. And uh, when you're a broadcaster for the team, sometimes when the team isn't necessarily killing it, you get a little bit more crap on you than normal. Uh, and it's not that I can't just bring that on myself at the best of times, which is why you have to get a child. I, I know as an example, you get some occasional shots sent your way. Um, what's the guy's name? Visually Better has uh, taken uh, the opportunity occasionally to opine on and and I you know what it's you got to roll with it man and and I got to be frank with you sometimes it's kind of funny even if it does criticize you a little bit so you got to kind of roll with it and have a sense of humor but I think with with age sort of comes that reality that hey uh, at the end of the day you're still working in the toy department of life you're not having to bang away in the real hard uh, new stuff that's out there. We're all trying to battle through something right now. And uh, you know what? For Edmonton Oilers fans, they should be excited. they got a good team. I think they're going to be a better team next year. I'm going to tell you that right now. And you know what? The Calgary Flames might be on the outside looking in right now. And they're, they're still technically not out of it. They, I guess in theory they could catch the Montreal Canadiens. But the reality is, I'll say this right now, I fully expect when we get back to the regular divisions next year, I have the Calgary Flames all day in the playoffs. I have Edmonton competing with Vegas, but I have Calgary back in the mix next season. They might not make it this year. I mean, they've got just eight games left. They're going to need some things to go right. They're going to need to basically run the table, go 7-1 or 8-0. As for Edmonton, 26 now, 10-2 and two over the course of their last 38 games. It's a 7-10 winning percentage, 116-point pace. So you're like, yeah, well. Well, this isn't like a 8 or 10 or 12 game sample size here, folks. This is 38 games. The Edmonton Oilers head into tonight's game against the Calgary Flames with the fifth best save percentage in the entire league at 913. I want you to think about where you were on October 10th. The Oilers signed Tyson Berry in the morning. And you know what? It was, it was a signing that Hey, it was a low-risk signing. It was a one-year deal at $3.75 million. The guy took less to come here, and we're all thinking, hey, that's, that's a good team-friendly deal. And then the Oilers signed Mike Smith later that day, and people were losing it. They were losing it on Twitter. Of course, the Oilers had lost out on Jacob Markstrom the day before. Jacob Markstrom signing a six-year deal with the Calgary Flames at $6 bucks. Jacob Markstrom, the last three years, was 9-12, 9-12, and 9-18 with the Vancouver Canucks. He's at 9-03 right now. Mike Smith, 9-23, 17-5-2, And since Smith has come back, Miko Koskinen, who got the call last night against the Jets, in his 10 appearances, has gone 9-29. That's probably been the biggest surprise. Face it. You know what? McDavid going at an obscene rate. James Myrtle tweeted out today that McDavid's got the ninth uh, in air adjusted scoring, the ninth best offensive season in NHL history. The only two players with better, Wayne Gretzky six times, Mario Lemieux twice. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so, but you know what? We all know 
what McDavid is. And we all know what Drysaddle is. What the Oilers goaltenders have done have become part of the story, and they were the story again last night as we take a look at our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Cam Moon had the call last night. There's a good chance these two teams will play in the playoffs, but for the last time in the regular season, the Oilers will take on the Jets. It's given away in front. Here's Stashney and the big save made wow. by Koskinen. Oh, what a chance for Stashney. Give it to Barry, right side. McDavid to Barry. The one-timer scores! Tyson Barry with a blast from the point. It's a power play goal, and the Oilers are up 1-0. What a job on puck recovery by the Edmonton Oilers. Broken up by Kopp. He'll get it to the slot. Shot scores. Coming in from the left wing point and getting that shot away was Wheeler. Right wing to McDavid. To Barry in the middle. Left side, Nugent Hopkins. Shoots. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins off the left side. A power play goal. Play long pass to Yamamoto out of the box. A breakaway. The shot. Oh, ho, ho. what a stop by Hellebuck. He got it with the glove. As Kyler Yamamoto was outright robbed. Pionk right for Wheeler. He'll come out. He'll let it go. That's blocked. And it's turned up. And it's McDavid to Dreisaitl. An empty net. The breakaway. And he puts it home. And the Oilers are up. 3-1. And the Oilers sweep the Winnipeg Jets. Edmonton finishes the campaign 7-2 in the regular season against the Jets. Following the game, Dave Tippett. Uh, actually, I fired a question off to start uh, in the post-game Zoom avail. Just about winning differently. You know, 6-1 kind of, you know, the Oilers were up 6-1 after 2 on Monday night. Last night's game was a much more hard-fought performance, and Dave Tippett had these questions or these, uh, these yeah, answers. You know, it was yeah, you know, it was uh, it was kind of a hard-fought game. Not a lot going on in it, and uh, Koskinen made a couple big saves early for us. Um, but just just a lot of a lot of wall battles, a lot of battles for pucks, and uh, they competed hard. You know, we uh, our power play came through with a couple big goals for us, and and uh, you know, it was kind of a yeah, I don't know, just kind of a slugfest after that, just trying to find space out there. So Koski was good. Our, our special teams, uh, we got a big kill at the end also, uh, helped us. And we, uh, we knew they were going to play hard. They're a desperate team, and I, I like the way our guys kind of hung in the game. Since you've had both goaltenders, uh, Koskinen's got a 929 save percentage in his 10 appearances. Just a thought. I mean, he hasn't seen a lot of work, but uh, what's he, you know, what's impressed you about, you know, what he's done maybe in practice, uh, and, and that's resulted in you know some success here when he when he has gone in between the pipes. Uh, uh, Koski is a worker. He works hard every day. Um, you know, Dustin does a great job with them. They have, they have a great relationship. So even though he hasn't probably been playing as much as he'd like, he stays ready. And, you know, tonight's a great example of that he come out in a, in a big game and, and we need him to make some good, you know, some big stops for us. And he played very well. So uh, full credit to him, making sure he's ready. And, and uh, Schwartzy making sure that they get the work in they need. And he, he comes out and plays a real strong game for us. All right, there you go. That's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. Speaking of Miko Koskinen, he says the team plays a consistent game every night now in front of him. Every night we're coming out like the same way, basically, and that that helps. And we've been playing like really well. And um, if you compare the start of the year and now, I think there's a huge, huge step for our team so far. And there's still like more. 
like we can still play better and grow, grow even more, be a better team in the end of the year. It's, uh, Mark Spector wrote a piece last night on Sportsnet talking about the Oilers' ability to win every way, 26-10-2 over the last 38 games. That's basically half the season. All right, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, and I know all of you are calling for it, and you've basically been asking since the play-in series last year against Chicago, oh, why not just play R&H, Dreisaitl, and Yamamoto? A couple things. Uh, Connor McDavid. Needed a running mate. Uh, Paul Yarby was not here last year at the playoffs, and even if he had been here, nobody would have had the confidence at that stage to uh, let it rip and think that he could be a, a great support player, which he has become right now for Connor McDavid. Paul Yarby's playing in straight lines. He's effective on the forecheck. He's great on backtracks. He broke a playoff last night. Um, that took away a scoring opportunity. Also led a terrific rush up the other way, using his size, his strength, his frame, and that's, uh, and he's 22. Let's see where Jesse is at 25. Um, Dominic Kuhn, I just want to mention he's playing with greater desperation and I think he's quicker and harder on pucks right now and that's helping him on that line with McDavid and Pugliarvi Nugent Hopkins meanwhile has got two goals and four points in his last three games and Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, scored the eventual game winner on the power play last night, added a power play assist he had these comments following the game regarding Edmonton's 7-2-0 dominance against the Jets this season. We definitely raise our level when we play these guys. and um, uh, we, We've gotten huge saves when we needed them uh, tonight. I mean, Mikko stood tall, uh, especially first couple chances. I mean, he had one that uh, snuck through him, but he still found a way to to keep it out. So, I mean, uh, that's huge for us. Um, but I think overall, we, we try to limit their uh, their high-quality uh, scoring chances from in tight and uh, try and keep them to the outside as much as possible. And then we found a way to, to be able to capitalize on our chances this year against them. Uh, Nugent Hopkins added some additional comments on the push for the playoffs in first place. At this point, I mean, we're just trying to uh, to push every day, get as many points as we can, and um, if we get first place, that's awesome. Um, if we don't, I mean, we just want to put, put ourselves in, uh, in a good spot to, to make a push uh, when it uh, comes time. All right, that's our Oilers Now Audio Vault again for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com as we go to the Oilers Now lineup report uh, brought to you by North 49 Home Inspections, professional and thorough home inspections for the Edmonton Oilers. Yesterday, Dave Tippett said uh, after the uh, morning skate in the Zoom availability, the Oilers would dress the same lineup uh, that he did. He dressed the same lineup, but he started a different goaltender. Koskinen getting the call yesterday. Uh, I think it's safe to assume, assuming that he's completely healthy, that Mike Smith would start tonight. Uh, he's 17-5-2, a 2.32 goals against average and a 9.23 save percentage, despite the fact that uh, Dmitry Kulikov had a couple giveaways, and that is his reputation. Um, I would say the, the first one maybe just trying to do too much. The second one uh, that led to the goal, the lone goal in the game for Blake Wheeler, the Oilers got caught with two left-handed shots on the ice. Nurse uh, had come on for Adam Larson. And uh, Kulikov spit the pick up, uh, puck up, ended up in the goal. Uh, I, I guess in theory you have options of maybe putting Chris Russell in the lineup. I would not pull Caleb Jones. I thought Caleb Jones uh, had a strong game yesterday. Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry, Kulikov and Larson, Jones and Bear were the three pairings yesterday. Uh, Tyson Berry with a goal and assist yesterday now has seven goals, 41 points in 47 games this season. He's already surpassed last year's point total. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you just got to look at it and say, it worked. <laughs> That's what's happened. I mean, maybe it didn't work for Kyle Turris as UFA signing. 
it has worked for Tyson Berry. There's no other way to say it. He's top six or seven overall D-scoring in the entire National Hockey League on a now number two ranked power play, 26.9%. Yesterday, the Oilers went with McDavid up front with uh, Cahoon and Paul Yarvey. Connor McDavid has 15 points in his last five games after his three-assist performance yesterday. He's 17 points up on Leon Dreisaitl in the NHL scoring race. He's 23 points ahead of any other player on any other team. Drysaddle was with RNH and Yamamoto. They're going to stay together. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this at you. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a contract offer at some point. Uh, Rick Valette will have to make a decision on that. And uh, that contract offer, in all likelihood, will have to factor in the fact that we're going to have a fact, uh, flat salary cap for the next two or three seasons. Uh, Dave Tippett reinforces almost on a daily basis that Nugent Hopkins touches every aspect of the Oilers game on power play and on penalty kill. Ryan McLeod was fine, got a little bit concerned. He ran into the boards once. Uh, he's played 13-13 through the first two games on average. He's at 61.5% of the power play. Um, a little bit deferential, I thought, and that's kind of how it works with young players when they come in the league. They, they want to give up the pucks to their teammates. Uh, he'll, you know, he's gotten in the guts of the game. The Oilers have invested a lot of time on this player, and there is a lot to like. This guy is rangy, and he can skate. And uh, he, too, looks like a different player than maybe he did when he was in training camp the last uh, couple of years. He's playing in straight lines. He's, uh, you know, quick stop and starts. And when he gets going, he can transport the puck. Uh, Shore and Archibald were with him yesterday. James Neal, I actually thought James Neal showed a little bit of quickness in last night's game. And I wonder, you know, some have suggested, well, what about Tyler Ennis getting in? Well, you'd have to activate him. That would cost you one of your two or one of your four recalls. The Oilers have deployed one so far. Uh, they also have Nygaard, who may have uh, tweaked his hand again a bit. We'll have to wait and see. But the orders ran with Haas, Neal, and Chase on yesterday for the Flames. Lindholm, Kachuk, and Dubé in practice a couple days ago. But then there was a thought that they might move Goodrow back up with Lindholm and Kachuk. We'll have to wait and see. Part of Calgary's problem is Lindholm's a, they got Lindholm, Monaghan, and Backlund down the middle. Those guys are pretty good options as centers. Uh, they're looking for a right wing. They got some left shots. Kachuk's a left shot. Goodrow's a left shot. Dubé's a left shot. Majipani, who's emerging into a pretty useful player, left shot as well. There's some belief that Backlund may get exposed for the upcoming uh, Seattle expansion draft. I think he's got three years left in his deal. Pretty good player. Five times 45-plus points. He's been good against the Oilers. 53% in the face-off circle. Derek Ryan is an unrestricted free agent. A smart team in the offseason will sign him. He wins face-offs. Uh, he's been a plus player every year that he's been in Calgary. And uh, he can even contribute a little bit with, you know, maybe not the top-end guys playing with him at times. So uh, Nordstrom and Robinson played with him in the last game. Uh, they've got, of course, uh, Noah Hannafin's out of lineup. It's a big loss for Calgary. He's a horse in the back end. Jordana with Tanev. Valimaki was with Stone. Nesterov was with Rasmus Anderson, who went 16 games without a point. He was a quarterback in their power play at the start of the year. Jacob Markstrom, I gave you the numbers, 903 on the season. For the save percentage, you'll be better next year. So there you go. All right. Uh, here's what we'll do. Brendan, uh, I think I've run up into the clock here. So we'll save NHL today for elite promotional marketing to, uh, let's go in the 1252-1253 range. It is currently 1227 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back on Oilers Now, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.